What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Tuesday episode of Flippin' Bats. Tuesdays are always fun because we got two episodes. This first one, and then this week in Shohei Otani news coming up a little bit later. But we got a lot to talk about in this one. A lot of bubble teams. The playoffs are in sight. There's a lot of teams pushing hard for the playoffs or falling hard to get out of the playoffs. We're going to have six bubble teams, and whether I think they end up in or out and what their percentage chances are of getting in at this point in the season. Also, an honesty hour about the Detroit and my beloved Detroit Tigers. We also have Immaculate Grid, 90 seconds on the clock. How many can I get? As well as some fan questions at the end. This one's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. Track at the wall, it's gone. Home run, turns on a ball, deep right field, and gone. What a game! What a moment! Happy Tuesday, my friends. I am joined as always by Alex Curry, who is a big fan of Tuesdays, as we heard. I think it was last week. Oh, you're talking about my my Taco Taco Tuesday rant that came out of nowhere. it was a house favorite. So my mom's a chef and like, at, like growing up, she would have <laughs> a calendar of everything that we would have for dinner every night and Taco Tuesday, obviously favorite. Yeah. And it was starred every, every week. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love Taco Tuesday. I, I, I do. hope you do too. I do as well. <laughs> I do as well. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, tomorrow's going to be fun as well. Got Julio Rodriguez coming on. Uh, the Mariners are, we talked a lot about them on Yesterday, Monday. The Mariners yeah. are, one uh, certainly the hottest team in the American League, one of the best teams in baseball right now, and played themselves into first place to start this week in that division. And uh, a really big reason for that, if not the biggest reason, is Julio. Julio, I love that. That's stuck. <laughs> like I, since the Julios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It really is though. I, I think like what maybe th- two months ago, if you would have said like Mariners are going to be first in AL West. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would have believed you, but they just went on the best 50 game stretch that they've had since 2003. And yeah. as you mentioned, Julio, the leader of this team, has just been absolutely insane since July 25th. Julio was first in hits, extra base hits, RBI, second in average, third in doubles and stolen bases, and just yep. absolutely going off. Yeah. He is a superstar, and yeah. I love that he is now playing that way. And and again, since uh, that date you mentioned, the the Mariners were in fourth place in the AL West, eight and a half games out of first place. <laughs> it's happened quickly for Very that team. Quickly. So it'll be a it'll be a fun conversation for sure. It is going to be fun. Now they are definitely not a bubble team. They're yeah. looking like they're gonna. This could be a competition. It is going to be a competition. We've talked about this a lot last week. It is going to be down to the last weeks of who's going to win yeah. the AL West between these three teams. Well, yeah, their last 10 games, the yeah. Mariners are Astros, Rangers, Texas. all, all yeah. 10 are Back the Astros and, and Rangers. Their last three series. Yeah. But let's take a moment here and let's talk about the bubble teams. We're going to play a little panic or patience. Okay. Okay. And of, of who's who you think is actually going to make it into the playoffs because right. we're, we're inching closer here. We're, I, this is a really good time of year. I, I I'm very excited about the current state of baseball and it's like, you know, end of August, uh-huh. early September, it's all hands dash. on deck. The, the dog days of summer are over. Uh-huh. It's now like, it's a mad all dash to the finish. Yeah. It's like, it's like when you're running 
you know, which I know nothing about because I, I don't was like, run. Wait a second, but like you that run? last that last push Sprint. is always, you know, when I had to run yeah. for baseball, I could run five miles. My last half mile is always my fastest. You know, it's the last. You're dash. on like a runner's high where you just yeah. don't even think about it, and you're like, I just have to finish yep. with a good time. Okay, so let's get started in the AL East with the Blue Jays. Are we panic? Are we panicking or being patient? I'm I'm panicking with this Blue Jays team. Uh, y- you know, I, I was a believer in this team. Yeah, you picked them to win the yeah. AL East, didn't I you? I no longer will pick them okay. to I don't think they can yeah, do that no, at this point. I don't point. think that's the right call. Uh, I, I just think they've been disappointing. You know, they have they have some studs in that rotation. The offense just hasn't been, I don't know, it hasn't been as good as I feel like it should be this year. And Vladdy right now, this year, Vladdy's been a good, not great hitter. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad year, but he's he's good, not great. That year we almost saw him win the Triple Crown Award. Like, that's what they need. That's what that lineup needs. And they just haven't really seemed to click. So we're sitting here right now with them with a 49.3% chance of getting in the playoffs. And I am going to say, Alex, mm-hmm. that they do not ultimately end up Whoa. getting in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is John Schneider. Their manager said, yeah. there's no time to wait at all. We've got to do it right. Effing now. Wow. <laughs> what a, yeah. what a statement. I mean, I, I, you, can, you can hear the frustration <laughs> in the quote. Yeah. Yes. That's what needs to happen. Um. So yeah, you know, I just think in, in the American league, they're on the outside looking in right now. And yeah, I don't really are. see a team that I, I, you know, like between whatever happens in the AL West, I think, I think right now the AL West is going to get two teams, whether it be the Rangers, Astros, or Mariners. I definitely I, think the AL West I is going to get getting two, teams. two And I think the Rays are going to get in. So I'm going to sit here right now and say okay. the Blue Jays are panic mode. I got them out. All right. That's fair. Let's move to the NL Central to a team that has been so incredibly exciting with the most exciting player in the league right now, the Cincinnati Reds. Are you panicking? Or are you being patient? So are you calling Ellie the most exciting player in baseball? We said that. Last we week? said that last week. We said that. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. I just, I, oh, I that was like one that. of our, I don't know if it was like a statement. Yeah, I was making a statement. No, I didn't. Ellie I, didn't I wasn't exciting disagreeing. Player I was just like, man, right that's a bold statement. And then you said we just did and we, we did. did. And I'm I glad I said the same. Look at us. <laughs> I didn't Look even realize. We have this. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. We said uh, that last week. Huh? The Reds, uh, 28%, 28% chance to get in the playoffs right now. They're sitting, uh, entering the new week. They're half a game out of a wild card spot. As much as I want this to happen, mm-hmm. and I really do, I don't think this is going to be the year. I okay. don't think the pitching is where it needs to be yet. I have a lot of rotation question marks. And one of those, unfortunately, right now is Hunter Green, who has mm. come back off the IL and hasn't pitched the majority, uh, a big chunk of the season. And I think it's understandable that he's not coming out of the gates, firing on all cylinders, but they, they kind of need him to be that right now. And uh, there's, there's just back into the rotation question marks and bullpen question marks, piecing it to Alexis Diaz in the back end. So I'm going to say it's full panic mode for the Reds. They went down that. They went through a really tough stretch. Yeah, they did. They're not quite on. They're not on that anymore, but that got them on the outside looking in. And now I'm worried about them. So I'm going to say panic for them. The good news is, is I don't think there's panic long term. 
Just maybe not this season because their fans should be so excited for their future and their young players. Yep. I agree. This was actually really cool. If you're watching right now, you can see the video. This is from Sunday. Corbin Carroll, a.k.a. Corbin Barrels, a.k.a. MVP CC, a.k.a. my best friend, was thrown out, hit a ball off the wall in center and tried to stretch it into an inside the park homer. Uh-huh. And Ellie De La Cruz threw an absolute rocket, 99.7 miles per hour from shallow center field to get Corbin at the plate. And just a really, I just thought it was a fun play. You got Corbin Carroll, one of the young, exciting players in baseball. You got Ellie in a part of this play as well. So uh, these two teams, I mean, who would have thought Reds D-backs playing for a playoff spot. Right? I mean, it's fun stuff, fun stuff, baseball, fun. Right. All right. Well, let's talk about the D-backs because they are our next team outside looking in bubble, but not really because they're in that they're wild in the, card spot yep. right now. Are you panicking or are you being patient with them? Are they going to hold on to it? I was panicking. Yeah. For a bit. They played themselves back into a, uh, me be patient. Okay. I am now me being be patient. patient. Me be, me yeah. be patient. I don't okay. know if I like how that, All right. me be patient. Yep. Just um, keep, that's what it. I'm doing. They're in the third playoff spot currently. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just, they've played really good baseball. They look since, the first half, it's it's been a roller coaster of a season. It's been a tale of a different journeys for them this year. First half, great. Yep. Beginning of the second half, awful. And now it's they're playing really good, really sound, fun baseball right now. And they've played themselves back into that third and final wild card spot currently. They have over a 50% chance of getting into the playoffs. 50.8. <sighs> I'm going to, I'm going to ride with them. I they were my, they were my bold take. I never I wanted to not believe in them. I know they, they forced me for a week or so to be like, well, this, you guys are, aren't, aren't making me look good, but they're back. They're playing okay. really good. I love All the right. lineup. I'm going to go with, I'm going to say they get in. Ooh. All right. Well, let's stay in uh, the NL West because if they get in, that means this team, I don't think is going to get in. Are we panicking or are we being patient with the San Francisco Giants? Yeah, the NL the NL wild card is really fun yeah. right now because all these teams we have in here, the ones we've talked, you know, Reds, D-backs, Giants, Marlins are there. Um, it, it's really going to be like one month plan for your playoff lives and how's yep. that going to turn out? And yes, if I have the D-backs getting in, I'm going to have the Giants not getting in. They're currently uh, entering the new week again, sitting one and a half games out behind the behind the D-backs, which I don't really understand. The Reds are closer. I mean, I guess I, I get it because Vegas does all the odds on it, but you, uh, the difference between the Reds and Giants this year isn't, you know, like one of those teams doesn't stick out as being far better. And for the Reds to be a half game back and sitting at 28% chance to get in and the Giants being one and a half game back and to have much better odds of getting in, it just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to say panic for the Giants and I'm going to say that they do not get into the playoffs. All right. 40.1% chance of getting in is where they're at. The, yeah. That's crazy. I, I would think the Reds would have a higher right? higher probability to closer. get in. Like maybe this is this is them saying like, okay, we think the Giants are a better team. Yeah. But with one month left and a team closer in the standings to to be 
over 10% difference. That's a, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm with you here. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the NL East. They're in third place. Three games out of a wild card spot right now. The Marlins. Are you panicking or are you being patient? Yeah, I'm I'm starting to panic with this team. Again, with, with these teams that I think are on with these teams that I don't think were likely to make the playoffs. Yeah. Right. That it was a surprise season that they over exceeded expectations. The one thing that you can't afford to do is go on a really bad no. stretch. No. And that's what ends up being the killer for these teams. You look at the look at the Angels last year, right? When they went on that historic losing year. streak. Well, yeah, they again went on a losing streak after the trade deadline, but it's always it's always a really bad stretch that does it. And it mm-hmm. might sound like, oh, Ben with the hot take, a bad stretch gets you out of the playoffs. But I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like yeah. these teams that are over exceeding, just try and prevent yourself from going on those stretches. Make your bad stretches five and eight, yeah. not oh and thirteen. <laughs> and that can help you get that'll help you. And the giant the, yeah. the Marlins went on a really bad stretch and now they're on the outside looking in two and a half games back. Uh on Monday, two and a half games back. And I just, I'm panicking if I'm the Marlins. I'm excited about the pitching staff and the future of the team. But Alex, I'm panicking. I do not think the Marlins get in. That's fair. All right, let's move to the ALEs. Talk about a team who had a really exciting series this weekend. The Boston Red Sox. Are we panicking or are we being patient for Boston? So the Red Sox are four and a half back. They've... Look, this is a team that I feel like all year long hasn't had they they have never been like, oh my god, the Red Sox are terrible, they're out of it. They've mm-hmm. always had a chance. Yeah. To be in the playoffs. I've just never come around with them being a playoff team. And I, I I don't know why. I just haven't been able to get my I don't watch them and think the Red Sox are getting into the playoffs. That to me mm-hmm. screams a playoff team. It hasn't all year. Yeah. And I'm still I'm still not gonna say they are. The Red Sox are going to have to win 21 of their last 31 games to have any chance at making the last wild card spot. Uh, that was a tweet there. I do. I think it's going to take a, a stretch like that. And we're sitting here now with them with a 14.3% chance to get into the playoffs. And look, I'm no mathematician, but 50-50 to me is get, take, or, take it or leave it. 14.3%. You're going home, buddy. I don't, know. I don't feel great home. about that. And I feel like those that backs up the way I felt <sighs> all year. And at one point, they were even closer to, to making it. They even had a, they were right on, the playoffs were in reach. It was in their hands. And I just never believed in this team for whatever the reason being. The pitching staff, the rotation, uh, they count on a lot of unproven arms that I actually really like in that rotation, but bullpen struggles, especially Kenley, the, the injury to Kenley over the last few days, hopefully he's okay, but yeah, just never came around on them and and I'm not able to right now. So I'm going to say panic. And my guess is that they are out. Yeah. All right. We're wrapping things up with (laughs) probably the most disappointing team in baseball this season after the Mets decided to be sellers and they decided to stick with it and see if they can make a push for it. The San Diego Padres, you canceled them yesterday. I got to imagine you're panicking. 
Well, Alex, you see, the thing about being canceled is that you can't uncancel them. <laughs> That's the thing about this. Yeah. You know, it's uh, I can't I can't I can't just pull them back out of the grave that they no. dug themselves in. Mm -mm. So, of course, I'm going to keep the Padres there. They were canceled in Monday's episode. I forget uh, them along with the Guardians. So I what are we are we up to 14? Uh, we started Half, with nine started and with then nine. angels, Yankees, Yankees Padres, Padres, Guardians. Guardians. Is there anybody else? So no, we're so at 14. Thirteen. Nine, nine plus four, Beth? <laughs> I was just saying like, I'm not good at math. Wait a second here. I'm we're like, at 13. <laughs> so we're getting close to half the league. It's canceled. Okay. Uh, and the Padres are one of those. The Padres are not getting into the playoffs. They are, uh, it, again, one, you, you just said one of the most disappointing teams this year. And the Mets were until they sold one. Yeah. Let's not give the Mets a path a pass just no. because they did, they did do the right thing, looked in the mirror and sold. I agree with what they did. Yes. However, still an absolute nightmare of a season yes. and one of the biggest failures of a season ever. And that is the same with this Padres team. And it's now even worse. And I liked it at the time. I, I did. I said, look, go for it. Great. You're certainly within reach. This team, they'll figure it out. Hopefully, maybe we'll see. They never did. That makes it even worse. This is the biggest failure of a season, along with the Mets, that I think we have ever seen. The Padres are sitting here at the end of August with a 2.8% <laughs> chance of making the playoffs. It's so bad. So bad. And it, yeah, it's time. It's time for, I believed in them longer than I should. I believed in we them longer did. than, than I did too. I, I at one point was trying to convince you to believe in them again. And then you came around, believed in them. We both kind of did never listen to Alex is what I'm <laughs> what? hearing. No, no. This but what like really kind of, I think was the, the icing on the cake for me is when you see top players on a team start to completely lose it. And when we saw Manny Machado, just absolutely destroy the dugout on Sunday. That was yeah. like, if you're, we know you're losing it like on the field and stats and record wise, but when mentally your leaders are losing it publicly, yeah. that's not good. Yeah. It's and done. by destroy the dugout, she means literal. It wasn't like yelling at players. No. It was literal bat to coolers, objects on the bench, yeah, yeah, yeah. throwing helmets. Going he literally ham. just, he just he was went going off. ham. He was, yeah. He, he was, was, have you seen those uh, destroy rooms? Yeah, I love yeah, those Yeah, it felt like a destroy room. He's he's taking the bat <laughs> and literally going into the dugout and yeah. destroying everything in sight. Yeah, you, you know, like... Frustration. I, you know, I'm not going to, like, support that behavior, but no. I get it, man. Yeah. Like, what a, what a disappointment. Manny Machado um, has been has been a, a vocal leader of that team, and I'm, I'm sure there is so much frustration and man, I've seen players take out frustration in many different ways. I unfortunately just internalized and let myself get in the room. Oh. I hated it and <laughs> would just internalize everything. But some players outwardly just beat the shit out of stuff and throw things. There and should be punching bags like everywhere. I, I, I think I've shared this before. Yes. The angels have it yeah, right we, when you go yeah. down the stairs before you go to the training room and whatnot. They have a giant like human size punching bag that you just take your bat and go ham on that. Yeah. Get it out. But every, every team needs one of those. I think every team should hire a human punching bag. Whoa. Just somebody that what's that like, calling? Like your sprawl partner, sprawling, sprawling, sparring, sparring, sprawl. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was something like that. But okay. they get paid a lot of money. You know? I know. Like you're just getting Worth paid it. 
to be there and Worth be it. the literal punching bag yeah, for a team. and make sure they don't hurt themselves. Right, and the punching bag yeah. for a team like the the A's Oof. is going to pay more than a punching bag for Oof. a team like the 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 Braves, Dodgers. You know, it's like <laughs> I would kick my feet up and you know, but <laughs> this is a good idea. Maybe this should have been the honesty hour. No, but uh, I know you're really happy about this honesty hour because it's a team near and dear to your heart, Ben. I am. It is honesty hour. Everyone uh-huh. gather around, <laughs> put on a blanket, put up a fire, put on a blanket. Let's be honest. Snuggy. <laughs> the Detroit Tigers are back in the playoffs by 2025. Ooh. I've decided, I've decided that I like enough of what I'm seeing to be back in. I was at the point a couple of years ago where I was in on this team. I was in on the Tigers. You could see the writing on the wall. It was coming around. Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, you hear all about those guys in the minor leagues. And then the pitching comes up. You hear all about the good drafted pitching. And then some of them, they were making their debut and they were good. I was like, oh my God, we're not that far away. And then I lost all of that feeling. I lost every bit of it. Torque came up and was disappointing as the first draft pick for the Tigers had hit at every level was disappointing in the big leagues that first season. Uh, Pitching injuries just kept piling up and piling up and just nothing was going right with that team. Javi Baez is just not good. Um, You know, hopefully he's able to turn it around, but I'm not, uh, I'm not a believer in that. But what I am a believer in is this new look Tigers team that I'm just, I'm ready to say, they're back and I can see it. Riley Green is an absolute stud. Spencer Torkelson has shown signs of him being able to be a stud in the big leagues. Tarek Skubal, absolute stud. Turnbull will be coming back. Matt Manning coming back. Alex Fiedo, top draft pick. Uh, Casey Mize throwing a sim game out there. The, the Tigers lineup, the Tigers lineup is there. The pitching rotation is there. Alex, the 2024 Detroit Tigers lineup is in for a treat. You'll have Riley Green, Kerry Carpenter, Shohei Otani, and then Spencer Torkelson. Torkelson. I, I love how you keep trying to sneak Shohei Otani into the Tigers. Sneak or speak it into existence? You really That's want Otani to go to Detroit. You really are in you your asking heart me that think, question? Yeah. Me personally. You think that's where he will thrive and win. Look, Shohei ain't going to Detroit, but Thank let you. me dream Thank of you. the perfect Tigers uh-huh. lineup. Look, I am, I am. All kidding aside, I am excited about the future of this team and, and the future. And I, I finally see. I finally see the light at the end of the tunnel coming back. Look, Kerry Carpenter is a stud. Yeah. I mean, this is coming out of, I don't want to say nowhere, but this is like his breakout season. The guy's hitting 293 with an OPS over 900 and 290 at bats. I'm, I'm starting to think that this is a guy you can really count on going forward. And next year is going to be a big part of that lineup. And uh, look, I love the guy, but, Miggy's coming off the books. His Mm -hmm. contract is done. That's money you can spend. I'm excited. Okay. Sue me. It's honesty hour. You can't be mad at me for being honest in honesty hour. I'm excited about the future of the Tigers. Yeah. That's all I got for you. That's all I got. I'm excited. (laughs) It's a weak division. The twins are going to be what the twins are every year right now. They're like good, but they can't ever be great. The White Sox, absolute fiasco. The Royals, terrible. Dumpster Um, fire. Who else is there? The Guardians, Shane Bieber's gone after this year. I think the, the, I mean, yeah, not Tigers, man. 
the Tigers. They're back. Yeah. AJ Hinch at the helm. With a couple big pickups. I can see it. Yes. A cut. They, they definitely need a few big pieces, but as you mentioned with what Cleveland and the twins, the two teams ahead of them, even right now without that. Yeah. There's, but, there's hope. Oh, by the way, a guy I completely forgot to mention Parker Meadows. I love this guy. Just the other day, his first career major league home run was an absolute bomb for a walk off. This is, it's like, it's like people, Listen here, people, we're seeing the signs right in front of us. The passing of the torch is happening and you're missing the passing of the torch. If you're not paying attention to my Detroit Tigers, baby. Honestly, I I think it's probably the best thing for them. It's going to be like, no one's paying attention. No one's expecting anything. So there's no pressure. And then you have these young guys coming up and they're just going to shock everybody and take them by storm. And then when that happens, you can say, I told you so. I would agree with that for everybody but Javi Baez. I think Javi Baez is actually in a position where, look, let's just call it what it is. I don't think Detroit was a great signing for him. I think he needs to be in that big spotlight. We saw him in the World Baseball Classic playing for his country. And like he needs that spotlight, that energy. And we saw it in the World Series. We saw it with the Cubs. Certainly Wrigleyville gets that. We saw it when he went to New York and was playing there with Lindor. And Detroit... It's just a different type of market. And it's been a team that hasn't been very good. So, uh, you know, it's like there's not a lot of energy in the stadium. There is now, by the way. It's coming back because people are starting to hear. People are starting to hear. The Tigers are back. But I hear me out. Javi Baez, it has not been good. But next year or 2025, when the Detroit Tigers are in the World Series, I don't know if I want to say that. And when they're in the playoffs, uh-huh. I think Javi Baez will be a better baseball player than what we've seen. And I know people might say, well, there's only one direction he could go. I just think he needs those like important games. A lot of people do. And and he's one of those guys. So I'm excited. Sue me. I won't. Okay. I'm excited. You're excited. Thank you. I'm also excited for our next game because you get nervous. Now we're going to go from excitement <sighs> to extreme nerves because uh, we're back playing uh, the world's favorite baseball game right now, Immaculate Grid. And Ben's gone. He's gone pretty good. He's gotten six to eight every time. If you're new to the game, Ben will have 90 seconds to guess nine players. Now you have nine squares with three rows. You have teams or accolades along the top or the left side, and each square that lines up, you have to pick a player who's played either with both teams or has reached that accolade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, that is accurate. And just so everybody knows, if you don't play the game, the 90 seconds thing is just something we do on yeah, here yeah, yeah. for the sake of entertainment, you know? Because normally when you do it, you can take all day. You could take 24 hours if you wanted and just keep your brain and the wheels turning all day long. And eventually you, you, you go through team after team that you can remember and try and get old timey players. But on this show, it's 90 seconds. It's full go. And it's see how many we can get. My record is currently sitting at eight. Yeah. Eight out of nine. Eight out of nine. That yeah. is correct. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are, are we ready? All right, let's put it up on the grid. Let's put 90 seconds on the board. Ready? Go, Ben. Okay. Okay. White Sox, Mariners, and 20-plus win season is at the top. Giants. Okay. Uh, 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 Giants, White Sox, I'll go Johnny Cueto. Giants, Mariners. Giants, Mariners. Um, Oh, shoot. He just got traded. Um, Um... Shoot, why can't I think of his name? 
AJ Pollock. AJ Pollock. Uh, Giants, 20 plus wins. Juan Marichal. Um, that's, I don't think Lincecum got there, so nice. I, I went with the easy answer. Uh, Mets, White Sox. Mets, White Sox. James McCann. Mets, Mariners. Edwin Diaz. Mets, 20 plus winner. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Mets, 20 plus winner. Tom Seaver. Yankees. Yankees. White Sox. Uh, Kanan Middleton, just traded. 30 seconds. Uh, Yankees. Yankees. Mariners. Uh, 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 shoot. Uh, let's go Yankees 20 plus winner. We'll go. Um, shoot. Who should I go with? Uh, CC Sabathia. And Yankees Mariners. 10 seconds. Yankees Mariners. Jay Buhner. Is that right? Jay Buhner? Oh. Yes! Oh my God, he went back! Yes! With seconds Nine. to spare, yet whoever's typing back there couldn't get it in in time. But it was, it you was it. You few got, seconds You said there. it. It was right. You oh got nine players in 90 seconds. You said you didn't know if you'd ever reach this. Oh, my God. And you did great. Whew. I am exhausted. I know. I this can tell. This takes you it out of me. You're glistening over oh there. Oh, my God. I think I'm sweating. <laughs> you are. <sighs> oh, my God. And the, 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 the suspense at the end of... The typing, shout out Logan, who a social guy always does it. He does a great job. But the suspense of, I'm like, oh my God, was that right? Was it right? <laughs> um, we went immaculate. Great. What was my rarity score? Did it say? Was it 180? I think I said. Is that good? Well, we need to know that now because this is a new record, nine. Okay. So we're going to need to know. We'll have to go by rarity score. All right. I think I That's saw great. 162 is we can what go I back. think I saw. We can go back. You can also go by time. There was not a lot of time to yeah, spare. Yeah, you said it. Three seconds to spare. Yeah. Three or four seconds. Good. Oh, man. That's great. The Congrats. Jay Buhner pull at the Congrats. last second. Oh, man. That was great. Thanks. Let's wow. have some more fun. Okay. We're going to wrap things up with some fan questions. Okay. First one comes from Andrew. And his question is, who should my White Sox hire, Ben? Well... This is tough yeah. because there should be a lot of hires. And I don't a know lot. whether this is, you could be asking me uh, manager, GM, <laughs> pitching rotation, <laughs> pitching coach, hitting coach, owner. Yeah, I I, like, who do they hire? Can't well, you can't fire the owner. He's <laughs> well, let me sell. come up with about 18 names for them to hire. Yeah. One name. Look, you know, I think I've made a full 180 on this guy. And I don't, I think they need what Ozzie Guillen brings to the table. Just a fiery, burning passion. He won't take no shit and he won't allow, he will not, al I promise you this. Ozzy Guillen, no matter what role he's in, I don't even know what I'm, GM, I don't even care. Just get Ozzy Guillen in, in the building and more of a role than he is right now. He will not allow what's currently happening with that culture to happen. And some of the things he said about the current culture has been spot on. I, I'll go with him. I think they need him. All I right. think they need that kind of energy. Okay. Our next fan question comes from Darius. And uh, we've been talking about this a lot, Ben. Who takes the AL West? It's bound to be an awesome finish. Look, we've been talking about it a lot because I think it's it's the best division race we're getting. It is. And I I love, you know, keep firing these questions. Uh, I, 
my answer when we continue to get this and talk about it is that I, I, it's certainly in the realm of possibility. And I think they might be listed as the favorite right now. It's a toss up. It's the whole division's a toss up, but I'm going to keep rolling with the Astros just mm-hmm. because it was my preseason prediction. And I keep saying until I'm made to change a preseason prediction, I, I will keep riding with it. So I'll keep saying the Astros, but what about you, Alex, if you had to pick, Right now, between Rangers, Mariners, Astros, who are you saying wins the West? I'm going to say the Mariners. They just got hot right at the right time. They just went on their best 50-game streak since 2003. Julio was breaking records. He is absolutely on fire. And that's how this team is going to continue to do well and go deep and hopefully make a playoff push. I mean, last year was the big moment when they broke their, was it 21-year playoff drought? Yeah, with a walk-off homer. Big yeah. dumper hit it. Big dumper. So I, I'm rooting for the Mariners. Yeah, I, I, I'd I, like to see them win it. And, I, and then I do think the Astros, I, I think it's going to be Mariners Astros one in one wild card. I mean, I would say that's a hot take, but the Rangers lately have been I, on it. That's why absolute downward like, spiral opposite Mariners yeah. went. We Rangers went bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. All right. Good question. Darius. All right. Uh, we, we got, got one, one more. more. All right. This one comes from double player. Where's the best place in the stadium to watch a game outfield suites or up front (laughs) (laughs) up front by home plate or in the dugout in the camera. Well, (laughs) I, I have had the privilege of watching baseball games from, from all over. Um, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I guess technically that includes playing, you know, in the box, in the spot on the, on deck circle. Great dugout. Great. I mean, but look, a fan going to the game is how I'll answer this, but I don't want to come off as like a, I I don't want this to come off like a brag or anything. But the best spot is that first row right behind home plate. Yep. You feel like you are hitting. It yeah. is so much fun. And some of my, it's been, uh, it's so great. I also like sweets are nice because of the food. <laughs> but I feel like every time I'm in a suite, you're so easily distracted yeah. because everyone's standing up and they're talking and they're getting food, they're getting drinks that you're not as locked into that the game true. as you want to be. So I always try to like, if I'm going to a game in a suite, it's like, okay, I'm going for the entertainment. You're going to have fun. But when you want to like really concentrate and be a part of the game and involved in the game, I love being down yeah. up close and personal. And I actually, I, I think the, the outfield is fun. You yeah. know, like I, I'll, the, the vibe out, it's, True it's fans. just a different vibe. Those are like vibe. hardcore fans You know, like too. the vibe out in the outfield, I promise you, is way different than the vibe in the first row. It's yes. just a different experience. I will also add the least, my the worst spot to sit in a stadium. And a lot of stadiums are starting to get better about this, but I hate the seats that are in the lower bowl, but up under the overhang of the second of the second level. And I, I just, I hate because a pop-up you can't see the ball. Uh, and sometimes you can't, you can't see the scoreboard. You can't see fireworks. Mm. So some stadiums have this like really deep, like up into it where the yeah. overhang is, you know, you kind of got a lower, that's the worst spot. Yeah. But yeah, good question. That was, yeah. That was fun. What's your answer as a fan? What's your answer? I just said, you said camera well. The fans aren't sitting well, in the camera yeah, well. Okay. I mean, I grew up, my season tickets, like from like born until through high school at Dodger Stadium were that second level front row 
So like right up against the bars, right up from first base. What do they call that there? Loge? The loge. That's so dumb. Yeah. It was fun. So that that was like my childhood. That was like my favorite. So fun. That's a good seat. It's a, it's a great seat. Uh, really good question. Really good show. Yeah. Fun show. That was a fun show. Guys, we're, we're in prime time now. The final month of the season, the push, the playoffs coming. This is fun. This it's is exciting. It's the final countdown. Sorry, you guys had to hear that. No. Enjoyed it. Don't be mad. Uh, we have another episode coming out uh, later in the day on Tuesday. So if you're listening later in the day on Tuesday, it's out this week in Shohei Otani news, which everybody knows there was quite a bit to talk about this week mm-hmm. in the world of Shohei Otani and everything going on there. So check that out if you haven't yet, or it'll be out a little bit later. And also Wednesday, Julio Rodriguez, the superstar from the Seattle Mariners, joins the show. So thank you all for listening to this first Tuesday episode. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. That does it for this first Tuesday episode of Flippin' Bats, my friends. 